Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day. Now that we've done this for, for like a, a few weeks straight, with a good hang. Do you still think the theme song isn't too long? What a good way. Oh yeah, I definitely what still think it's too long. Time, <laughs> but it is very relaxing. It's a good day. Uh, I, I am sitting back and relaxing. Should we should we update the theme song? Yeah, can we make it? Um, I don't know what's cool music these days. Lo-fi yeah, beats to lo-fi study it. to. Then people fall asleep before the episode starts. That's that's the strategy. Yeah, but the other thing is like if you listen to a podcast to go to sleep, it's cool. Just rewind it and start over. That's what I do. I yeah like that's honestly like a like a little frustration of mine where like I will I often listen to podcasts before I go to sleep mm-hmm. and then I just I, like it takes me ages to find like oh you know where because I usually set a sleep timer yeah yeah because I know I'm not gonna be awake for like an hour of it yeah so but, what makes it so hard I was gonna say like don't you have a sleep timer yeah but then like I usually fall asleep before the sleep timer ends right so then I need to like figure out like at what point did I stop listening how long do you set your sleep timer for. Usually half an hour. That's too long. Mm. Yeah, I set mine for twenty minutes. Right, that makes it yeah. easy. Because it, because I'm usually out within five minutes. So right. it's like, yeah. See, it's a bit of a crap <laughs> toss. It's a bit of a crap toss because sometimes like I'll just be listening to the whole time until it turns off. Yeah. Other times, like I don't know, like it feels like thirty seconds passed and I fell asleep. Yeah. Because I'll listen back the next day and I'll be like, that's barely anything. Oh, it's it's pretty rare that I actually make it to the end. Like I get if 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 I ever hear my uh, phone turn off, like the podcast turn off, it's because I. Fell asleep and then woke up again. <laughs> and then it turned off. Very rare am I like, uh, yeah, falling asleep after. It just seems like a... Like, a, like I think I need to figure out what's going on with like my own circadian rhythms. Or circadian rhythms or whatever it is. Do you have a circadian rhythm? I guess everyone has a circadian rhythm, but... I have I, a semblance of one because I have been... Hold on, my mic is weirding out. No, mine is too, I think, a little bit. Is it? Is it? I don't know. No, it's I, mine. It's, it's mine. Um, I, I definitely have one because if I fall asleep around like any time before three, Uh I will always wake up like around 8am. That's incredible. Give or take five minutes. I still can't believe how early you wake up. It's pretty weird. But that's like a circadian rhythm thing, right? I guess so. Yeah. That just means that my rhythm, my biorhythm wakes me up at eight. But if I sleep past three... You know, if I sleep into the 4 and 5 a.m., yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's a toss-up. I can wake up at 11. I can wake up at 1 p.m. Like, that, you know, it just depends on what I was doing the night before, I guess. Mm. If it was work, I usually wake up a little bit later. If it was some bullshit, sometimes <laughs> I still wake up at 8. <laughs> do you... Okay, when you wake up at 8, are you... are you Do you stay awake for, like, the whole day, or do you, like, nap? Um, I'd say it's 50-50, but for the most part, I, I, I carry throughout the day. That's incredible. But I, t- I did run this morning, so that might be, that might bite me in the ass in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I've, I've never been one of those people that are like, oh, go for a run in the morning, and you feel so energized. Like, no, 
go for a run in the morning and I feel like like diminished for the rest of the day. That's the fucked up thing. Is it actually if I happen to wake up work uh, work out early, I actually feel great for the rest of the day. Oh yeah, I should do it more. <laughs> like I I feel great during the workout, so that's where yeah. I find value. In oh it. no, I I hate it during. Afterwards, oh. I'm like woo. Like I find yeah. value like <laughs> especially if I'm doing something fairly idle like uh-huh. running yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is like. Um, that's where a lot of ideas hit, you know, oh, I yeah, guess because yeah. your, your brain is, you know, still, um, you know, getting juiced up <laughs> and, um, yeah. So like, it's always super handy to like run off my phone, put in some things in a notes app and all of that. Yeah. That's good stuff too. Yeah. I find when I'm taking a walk, sometimes I'll, I'll stop and be like, I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I love the notes app. The notes app is so good. <laughs> Between the voice, voice notes and the notes app. Um, I really hope no one ever like finds my phone. It's yeah. like just ramblings of a mad person in there. <laughs> it's okay. It's not for anyone else. Unless my iCloud gets hacked. Ooh. I'm not putting that out in the universe. I recall. Recall it, bring it from back. the universe. Bring it back. Bring it back. I, I de-secret it. Do not manifest. I de-secret. <laughs> de-manifest. <laughs> oh, um, but yes, hello everybody. Welcome hey. to episode 163. Three. Uh, apologies for missing last week's episode. Oh, Took a little a, bit of a mental health break. Oh my God. I, I still need, I feel like uh, from the 150s onwards, it's just, if I listen back, I'm, like just, I'm just tracking me losing my mind slowly. Yeah? How so? Yeah. Just, just no fucking days off. Mm. Not even days off. Like, this is my only day off. Right. And we're still doing this, which is not work, but it's not not work. You know what I mean? Like... I need a day where I just do nothing. But, like, aren't you, like, the master of your own schedule? Like, can't you figure out a way that, like, you get one more day off in the week? Because I feel like it's, 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 like, like... It's like a huge ramp up to go yeah, from yeah, like yeah. what you, where where you were to like what you're doing. Now. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it was like a like a like a steep incline. Yeah, but it's it's hard, right? Because the freelance thing, it's like especially with me, it's like a small little odd jobs here and there. I'm like, right. do I want a day off or do I want like you know a couple hundred bucks from teaching a class or taking a photo shoot? So right, right now it's like hard to make that calculus. But I'm adjusting. I think I think what I need is I need a holiday, and then I need to get back into this work mode with like strategies in place and like. Focus right because this kind like this busy time just hit me out of nowhere. I'm just like, oh god, staycation time. I need, to, to, need that fucking cruise to nowhere is what staycation I need. Staycation time, really? That's what that's I what would you, do it. Yeah, that's a staycation just on the water. I mean, okay, honestly, I, I highly recommend uh, you take a trip to Palau Ubin. I wouldn't mind that and cycle with your girlfriend or something. I would not mind that. Honestly, you know what's weird? What? I was there last night. I was not at Palau Ubin last night, but I saw Ubin mm-hmm. last night. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So uh, I mentioned it a couple episodes back, but I'm in the middle of shooting. This week is we're shooting uh, Murder at Changi Hospital. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And part of that was uh, shooting at Changi That's why Beach. you don't have a beard. Yeah, that's why I'm supposed to be a little army boy. Not only that, dude, I'm a 19-year-old commando. <laughs> I play commando. <laughs> like when I was young, I wanted I, to be a Navy SEAL. I, and then when I was older, yeah. I wanted to play a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And now I am basically a Navy SEAL, but it makes no sense. I feel like 19 is like... It's stretch- really pushing it's, it. it's a stretch. It's like it's a, pushing it's like a teensy bit of a stretch, but hey, you know, in my head, I'd believe you to be 20. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Things don't change. Yeah, 19 is not, a, it's not that big of a stretch, I guess. I, it's I just pushing it a little bit. When I, when I shave my face, yeah, I look like pretty, pretty young. Yeah. But what's funny is that I'm uh, also in this show is Joshua Lim. Mm-hmm. And he's my age. And he, but he also looks like a child, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, wait. So you've been looking at Ubin? What? Yeah. Yeah. So You're we were filming uh, opposite we, Ubin. We were doing an ep- uh, part of the shoot was us just uh, us commando dudes, you know, like us just chilling on the beach. Yeah, you manly men. And I'm like, what is that dark 
place over there. They're like, that's Ubin. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Looks chill. Yeah. I get it. Um, I highly recommend it only because, like, even the process of taking a little, like, jetty, uh, like a little ferry right there, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like a little, like, you know, not, it's not a ferry. It's like a, it's a boat. It's like, yeah, a fishing boat almost. Yeah. Uh, like, taking a little fishing boat out there, it's, even that short 15, 20 minute ride feels like you're going somewhere that is not here. I feel you know? And the moment you get down, have you ever been there? No, never. Yeah. So the moment you get down, you walk, uh, you walk like down the jetty and then you go into like where all the shops are and the bike rental places. Mm -hmm. Like it just feels like a different place. That sounds nice. You know, like, you know, it's Singapore because like it's literally run by national parks. Right. (laughs) Um, Oh, imagine if they make a park connector one day to Ubin. Across the water? <laughs> that would be dope. Not impossible. Um, sure, I'm sure it's doable. Yeah, I mean... Kind of defeats the purpose, though, of, like, untainted by man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, but, like, they've reclaimed so much, you right. know? Anyway, yeah. Um, I, I would highly recommend that you find a, a free weekday. Not the weekends, because I think it's, be pretty packed, right? it's busy on the weekends. But find a weekday and just, like, head down there and mm. go for a cycle. I think, like... I don't know how long a cycle around Ubin would take. Around the whole island? Do you mean, whole I, island? I have no idea. Like, yeah. I don't know how big it is in relation to anything. Sure, sure. But um, that's something that I've kind of just put on my to-do list. I just don't know when either. I think my thing is that it's a lot to do in one day, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to, like, wake up early to do... You don't have to. To relax. Okay. You don't have to. Like, it's like it's it's very much like a... You just can go whenever. Wake up at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., go oh, whenever. Okay. Cycle in the afternoon. Like, wear a big hat. <laughs> big, big hat. Protect yourself from the sun and all that. Um, Though it has been raining like crazy lately, which is nice. Huh. Yeah, it was thundering just now. I wonder if we'll get some in this recording. Right. I like the rain. It's very relaxing. I think it was just like a little passing one because it's been really hot the whole day. And then, yeah, there was like a freak little thunderstorm. Um, but hopefully that doesn't happen, you know. Um, if If and when... Either of us go to Ubin, mm-hmm. but I highly recommend it. I feel like what you need is a is a like change a, of like pace. Nature. But also, like, there has to be, like, nice parts about working on so many different things at the same oh, time. Oh, no, no. It's right? 100% great, right? Yeah, it's just, it's like, I, I'm enjoying every single moment of it. Like, I'm loving it all. Yeah. But then I'm just, like, there's just moments where I'm just, like, oh, God, I'm so tired. Like, do you <laughs> see a period of free time in the horizon that is you know like slightly more extended um no <laughs> which again is good no, then like, you gotta create it you gotta mid- just middle like, of may yeah. is look is looking that's not too far away at all yeah yeah like some people have to work for like six seven months like that straight it's intense um but yeah, I don't know. I we mentioned it before in an episode, but especially with the life of like an entertainer in Singapore, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of take the busy periods because they can be followed by long, yeah, long, dr- long droughts dry and floods, spells. man. Droughts and floods is what it is. But I guess like where that's different is like when you start getting into like the vortex of teaching. Yeah, because when you te- when you start teaching, it's kind of like if you're good, you know, people hear about it. Yeah, yeah, and then it kind of just branches out, and then it's up to you whether you want to keep going. Yeah, or and I've experienced that a little bit too. Gift, but I mean, it's giving. different because, like, literally, dude. Like, when I say not a day off, I'm not kidding. Like, I literally have not a day where I don't have a work thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, oh, I need to sit down and edit some photos, or oh, I need to sit down and do some teaching planning. I have to go to a class. I have to go to yeah. a shoot. Yeah, which again is good, yeah. but just fucking exhausting. Holy <laughs> shit! Well, I, I've had a little taste of. Um, uh, the teaching experience. Mm, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, like I, I'm going to be in it for the next two weeks wow. because um, the 
the the department of the army that I went to mm-hmm. has called me back for reservist. Oh, I, yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, it's it's my <laughs> way of giving back to the country, I guess. Um, but essentially, they're they 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 got me going there to uh, like teach a bunch of songwriting workshops. That's cool. It's Did very disorganized. Like they gave me nothing to go on. Like absolutely no lesson plan, no goals, no like like nothing. It was this just is like for uh, m- m- what is it music. It's a drama company. They're called something else. I have no idea. Like the company has evolved since I left in 2012. But um, yeah, it's interesting because the 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 company itself is mostly civilians Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and some army people. That's so confusing. I don't get that. Me neither. Yeah, like uh, I was when I was working at Universal Studios. This girl was like, one of my colleagues was like, "All right, I'm leaving." She's a girl. Like I'm joining. The music and dance company. I'm like huh? drama company. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, music and drama company. I'm like, wait, you're one, you're a girl, and two, you're out of, you're not in the army, and you're so essentially. <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> essentially, it's guaranteed employment for performers, Which especially cool. dancers. But like, what do you do? You dance for the soldiers? Yeah. Okay. You dance for many groups of soldiers or whatever army events. You know, like say for example, you go to like the 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 Air Force open house, mm. um, and like at some point there's like a stage show. Chances are the people performing at that stage show are from the music and drama company. They're like what Bob Hope was doing for Vietnam soldiers, I guess, or Captain America. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's essentially that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of performers go there for you know just stability. That's good. Yeah, it's 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 a very strong source of stability, government pay and all that. Um, so yeah, because of that, the people that I'm doing the workshop with, like it ranges from like, I actually don't know any of their ages. I didn't ask. Right. But <laughs> but one two thousand. But it it seems to range from like the eighteen nineteen range to like the thirties range. Cool. And it's just interesting. It's interesting to like teach songwriting. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely weird. Like, because I don't think I'm, like, amazing at it either. It's just something that I've learned how to do. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, I forgot who told me this, but, like, if you're just a little bit better than someone else, then you're, you're, just, you're an expert. <laughs> you just are. Then just to- I guide them towards your level. That's all teaching is, dude. I guess. I guess. Like, it's just so strange. Because songwriting, I've always found that it's something that is quite... Natural? Well, it's just, it's not, say, unteachable, but it's something that, um, it's, a, it's a journey that every individual needs to go through themselves. It's mm-hmm, almost mm-hmm. like um, uh, 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 how not every therapist is going to be for everybody, sure. or not every uh, rehab program. I don't know why I'm comparing uh, yeah, it Yeah, well, it's a very things. dark place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, no, because songwriting can be a dark thing. Sure. Songwriting is, I think, to, like sometimes to me, a very dark thing, because... Like, yes, it can be beautiful. Yes, it can be creative. You can surprise yourself and make something and go, wow. But then that can be followed by months of none of that, mm-hmm. you know, and it can be a very dark thing. But the beauty of songwriting or the 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 crux of songwriting is to, you know, wade through those way like murky waters sure uh, and like jump over that wall and like sure, figure sure. out what's on the other side you know but is it kind of like cleansing is it like um oh i have this i have these thoughts like oh god and i put them on paper and i make something cool with it is it like do you feel like a, a little bit is eased or like a little bit one of the most beautiful things about songwriting is that songs are kind of like this gift from mm-hmm. the art gods mm. that um they're these very cleanly structured things that we can 
compartmentalize emotions into. You know, yeah. they're these very cleanly structured verse, pre-chorus, chorus, bridge mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the most part. For the most part. Um, and we can put all our emotions in wo- in words and like compartmentalize them in these clean little structures. And something about that is it can be very satisfying. You know, it's like it's 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 literally putting your feelings into, into a box, this like into a form, into this form, yeah. into this like little thing that you can tuck away and yeah. You know, should you choose to release it, you can share that little planet with whoever. Um, I'm jumping metaphors a lot. That's good. (laughs) um, Thank you, Apollo, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the song god, I think. (laughs) Apollo, is it? I I think so. I have no idea. Sounds right. Isn't Apollo like the god of war or something? He's the god of the sun. Ah, I know nothing about Greek mythology. Mm. Or I've forgotten most of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy the things that you forget. Like, Today, I was just, like, just now when I was talking about my circadian rhythms, mm-hmm. I realized that, like, maybe eight, nine years ago, I knew quite a lot about these things mm-hmm. because I was obsessed over, like, REM sleep and, like, uh, uh, lucid dreaming yeah, and all yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah. And I was, like, really studying that shit and getting really into it and reading all those books. <laughs> and then today, I didn't even know what the definition of a circadian rhythm is because, like, I just forgot it. Yeah. I read it at some point. I internalized it at some point. I just forgot it. Your brain only has room for so much stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I think I need to read more. I think that's what it is. I need to, like, exercise that brain or else, like, before I know it, I'm going to be, like, 40 and dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's worth, I mean, be 30 and dumb. That's not great either. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm already 30 and dumb. Like, or, or you know, 29 and uh, 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 three, nine months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three quarters. 29 and nine months. I'm not 30. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's, this is the time we start saying this year a lot. Yeah, I'm thirty this year, not yet. Eh, I don't really care. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to not care. <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. It's cool to it's not cool care. Cool to not care. No, but it's really not that big a deal. Um, something yeah. interesting happened though regarding like my age. Oh, so like, um, oh, <laughs> yeah. A few weeks ago, right? I I got in a little bit of trouble on Instagram. Um, called pseudo canceled. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I'm canceled in some people's minds, I'm sure. Sure. But you're also unca- not uncanceled. What's the opposite of canceled? Uh, you're started. Restored. <laughs> um, I, th- like, you know, the whole, there was a story about some neon poly guys pissing on each other, right? Um, <laughs> just, ca- just casually. <laughs> yeah. And at first glance, I was like, ooh, that's horrible. It's like a really weird hazing ritual and it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whatever. New story, gone. Whatever. New cycle goes on. Next day, more information comes out. <laughs> it was not a hazing ritual. Yeah. And the person that got peed on came out of a statement, allegedly. Uh, came out of a statement saying like, hey, you know, it's not, you know, it's good. It's all good. Like, <laughs> we asked to get peed on. <laughs> so then the story became infinitely more interesting to me. Because all of a sudden, it's about a bunch of guys that asked to get peed on in a public restroom uh, with the doors open. Come on. If you're going to, like have a piss party at least close the public restroom doors yeah, but then, it's bad enough that you're doing it with like more than two people in a public space yeah but then how are you going to video it that's okay <laughs> that is the only aspect of the story that should everything that is out there in the media be true that is the only aspect of the story that deserves sympathy because they didn't ask for it to be filmed I mean 
I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what's. They, going, I, they, I don't they, know they, if it's just a bunch of like this is this is what I do for fun. I don't think that's it. They but I can't they tell didn't, you for certain. They didn't. Uh, I mean, hey man, there's different strokes for different folks. Why are you assuming that the people that asked to get peed on didn't ask for it? Um, it just seems weird. You like know, something, for me, something's not clicking right. The the, the dudes in the video. Hey, for me, you know? it's Occam's razor. It, like some people like to get pissed on. Yeah, some I mean, people like simple. to get pissed on. It's pretty simple. I'm not one of those people. Not yet. Maybe later in life, I'll find like a taste for it. Yep. But as yep. of right now, um, I have been untouched by the golden droplets. Yeah. Um, uh, not other people's, at least. Um, but yeah, I made a little joke on about it on, on my Instagram. Yeah, you know, not, not a great joke, by the way. Not a great joke. I thought, eh. I thought I was like, okay. You know, it was because I, I was, I didn't want to like, you know, Isn't shit on anybody yeah. specific. Yeah, you want to pee on someone. Yeah. Pee on someone. <laughs> but it was, you know, more of like a, like a little jab at the situation. It's a niche thing. It's like, what is this musical? Is this a real musical? It like, was a very niche. It was joke. a Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put up a, a poster of you're in town and like put Neon Polly's logo there saying like, oh, I can't wait for live theater to come back. Hey, yeah. Like, it wasn't a very like, I don't think the 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 joke had a lot of fangs to it, mm-hmm. you know. But people got upset. And people did get upset. I'll take the L on that because you know, consensual or not, guy got pissed on. It got videoed. It's you know, it's 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 worth sympathy, some sympathy. Uh, it's still hilarious. It's still objectively ridiculous. Um, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, back to the the topic at hand. About my age. your age. Yes. So I've gotten like you know hate comments before. I've gotten people like yelling at me online before for all kinds of reasons, um, be it my race, the color of my skin, <laughs> your apparent propensity for brown skinning, <laughs> yeah, brown um, facing. Excuse me. And I've gotten people you know yelling at me for all kinds of different things, <laughs> insulting like my 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 country of origin, my race, my my family, all that um, stuff. everything like my 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 sexual preference. They've they have. I, I've been yelled at for everything under the sun. You fucking straight guy. <laughs> um, Quit being so fucking straight. But for the first time with this Reader. whole like neon poly thing, yeah. I got a whole bunch of comments <laughs> that were shitting on me, basically saying, "Hey, you're 30 years old already. Uh, don't do these kinds of things." <laughs> Flattering that they know your age. By no, the way. and I was like, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're, 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 they are like they're not wrong. <laughs> like those spoke to me, to be honest. But also, like for the first time in my life, someone is playing the age card on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was like, oh f- fuck. I like, guess I should act my. Age. This is like no, it was it was it was a bit of that, but it was also just like man. From now onwards, I guess they can start playing the age card. And like it sucks. It's like a new chapter, you know. I've entered yeah. a new chapter of my life where people can now make fun of me for being old. Because it, it's a subtle thing for me. It's like <laughs> you know what? Because it's like <laughs> what what it is to me, or what I see is that you're not the age of the kids in that video, right? Yeah. You know, you're you're a you're a generation removed yeah. from them. It's like so. It's like you could you could potentially be their role model. Yeah. I think is what they're saying. I know. I don't disagree. I know. I don't disagree either. But also, like you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, a big thing that I learned about all of this, a big thing that I learned about all of this is that, you know, my my ultimate desire is to um, be as open and honest with the people that follow me on social media as right. possible. Right. Um, and to kind of just, you know, be me and occasionally sell out and do like a commercial or something. You got to get paid. Yeah. But for the most part, I, I want to present myself. I don't want to present like a, a, a fake OOTD version of yeah, myself yeah, yeah. that looks perfect every single day. Like that's not the goal of my social media and that will never be what it is. 
um, not for more than one week at a time at least. <laughs> um, but the biggest thing that I learned from this is that it's not that it wasn't okay to make fun of this. You know, it's, it's a new story and mm-hmm. it's funny. It's okay mm-hmm. to make fun of it. It's just that I can't do it. Like, I just like. Is I, that the takeaway? That, no, like, yes, that's the takeaway that I can't do it. Like, I, I just, I shouldn't because, like, the, those people said, you know, I should probably be better than that or whatever that means. Um, it's just that, you know, in my thinking, I was like, I would make this joke with my friends. Right. So why not make it with my internet friends? Boo! Shut down! <laughs> so that's kind of like what it felt like. But at the same time, I think it's beautiful that, like, ultimately this is making me a more responsible social media person, you yeah. know? And yeah. what happened was that I was policed by the public. Hmm. And that's kind of what should happen. That's kind of what... Of public opinion. Yeah, court of public opinion. I put it up there. No authority or whatever said anything. Neon Polly didn't send MOE to go like, hey, cannot say this. Uh, it was just people yelling at me for, you know, saying that I was being an ass. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm probably being a bit of an ass. Mm. And I took it down and I learned from it. I know that I should, like, you know, whatever the takeaway is, I, it, like, I now know better than to, you know, put my full personality up on a public profile that has hundreds of I mean, thousands of whatever it is. As a, it has a declining number of somewhere between 123 and 125. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, it's just maybe not the right place to do it. I don't know. No, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's also like social media. Is, I mean, I feel like this podcast, like this is you, like for sure. Yeah. And uh, maybe but, it's because of the sheer volume of words, like we can craft our message or we can really get the nuances of stuff. Whereas different from one single no, no it's not. Ju- it's not just that I feel. I feel like it's also that like I fully recognize that the people that know us through mm. this, mm-hmm. for myself personally, I know it's like maybe like one point five percent of my audience. Yeah, sounds about right. You know, whereas like the rest of the audience, our favorite one point five percent. Yes, yeah. the re- the rest of my audience uh, sees me as generic Chinese singer number thirty five hundred and sixty three. Yeah. You know, like. There is not much of a difference between like myself and like a media corp artist and a low level politician. Yeah, at that level, like per- personality yeah. doesn't really come into it, really. Yeah, like we're we're kind of just like if if we're not doing like abalone commercials, uh, we need to basically not exist. Hmm. That kind of vibe, you know. That's rough. Um, <laughs> But that's also my fault. So that's why there's a whole crisis on this just one topic. It's also my fault sure. because I wasn't able to build an identity past that. Sure. Um, and Or like I wasn't able to publicly build an identity past that, um, be it because of how I value social media or public opinion or whatever it is. Um, because, you know, say if, for example, let's bring an old friend into the picture. <laughs> say, if, say if Dikosh made fun Mr. of this. Koshi, yes. Who's going to blink once? Who's going to blink twice? Well, I mean, ev- everyone should just for him showing his head. <laughs> I mean, now, yes. Okay, but like, let's, let's like rewind like, yes. like, like uh, uh, two years ago of Dikash. If oh, he yeah. spoke about this, no one would blink twice because that's the that's identity. Just, that's what he's cultivated, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. he's cultivated. So it's not that you're not allowed to. It's that I'm not allowed to yeah. because I am Chinese singer, like generic commercial man. I mean, unless you really want to change your persona. It's not that I want to change my persona. It's just more fi- finding the middle ground between or, the persona and myself. Maybe that's why Beyonce... I don't want to feel, fierce, you know. Yeah, I don't want to feel so disconnected from my "quote unquote" job, mm-hmm. you know, because it's still mm-hmm. me. It's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the the art of it that I'm putting out is still me. It's just that all the 
public stuff gets a little bit. Eh, yeah, you know? I, know. I feel you. You can't quite control public like uh, the perception, I guess, unless you do something extreme, like shave your head and dye it yellow. Then people go, "Ooh, he's edgy now." You know. I feel you're attacking my girlfriend. Oh right, she literally she just literally did died that, her. Didn't she? <laughs> she literally she no, no. Her I was thinking about like just like you know no, when, when, when K-pop boys go yeah, from boys to men, <laughs> like they can't just mature naturally. You they gotta need have to like, m- a statement. Yeah, they need know? to make these sweeping statements and like dramatic changes, whether or not they're true, just because they need to let everyone else believe it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fun couple of weeks. Yeah, it sounds fun. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking before when you're talking about. Um, the army and your experience in the army. Mm. I'm like, I've lived here for 13 years in Singapore. I've lived in Singapore for 13 years. And that's the, the when I feel the least like I belong here is when army stuff gets brought up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like that's such a, not a part of my history. And, and you're doing like a whole show about it now. Yeah. But now I'm getting a little bit of an insight into it. Right. Like I put on a uniform. I'm like, Oh, okay. You're getting like the, the day one experience. A little bit. I'm like, I'm like my <laughs> the orientation my, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my, 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 um, my co-actors are like, this is how a garter works. I'm like, what the fuck is a garter? They, they were like, oh, they were talking about the characters and one of them Wait, brought up. what garter? Up, like the thing that you put on your pants? That to, one. Right. Okay, yeah. Got it. Is that not something that everyone knows? No, about? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't. You're not a big uniform guy. I don't know the vocabulary. Yes. Very. It's the thing, right? You put around your the feet. The green to like little tuck ring your, thing. Yeah. To tuck your pants into That's the, the one. Yeah, got it. And then like we were, t- before we put on our uniforms, we were having a like a script read and stuff. And then we were talking about our characters. And one guy was like, oh, I feel like my character is one of those guys, you know, who would lose his garter. And then everyone, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just there like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then fast forward a couple days later, I'm like putting on my own garter, tucking the boots in, tucking the... Thing in, I look in the mirror. I'm like, look at me. I'm a Singapore boy. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. The army is definitely one of those things that, like, you you know, that's for better or for worse. A lot of people see that as the mark of a Singaporean. Yeah. Like uh, when the aforementioned my nationality and race came into question. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's okay. He did NS. Yeah. Like the main like thing. Defense. The <laughs> main thing that kind of assuaged a lot of people into like being okay with it was that oh he went to NS. Okay. Like, oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Fuck off! <laughs> like, what if you're a woman <laughs> that oh, chose cannot, not cannot, to volunteer? Like, because you know you can go if you want to, but I don't know why you would. <laughs> hey, you. I'm kidding. There's reasons to do everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, dude. Another thing. I don't know if this is a big thing, but like that's. I feel like that I checked something off my Singapore checklist or bucket list or whatever. But another thing is that for the first time, I went to Old Changi Hospital. Yeah. Have you ever been there? Yeah, um, not. I've never been inside. Yeah, me neither. Just have you been outside the gate for whatever reason? Like, it's pretty fucking it? freaky. Yeah, it's known for being like haunted. <laughs> yeah, people can say it's haunted, and I'm not superstitious at all. But when I got there, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this place has got some like juju." You know what I mean? I mm. felt I could feel like like an oppressive force. Like maybe because it's at the top of a hill, and there's it's weird to see that much like building that's like unlit and stuff. But I was mm. just like, "This is fucking tense." Yeah, and then and then like when we got there, right? We were doing a shoot. The producer, uh, Derek, who you know, yeah, uh, it was like, okay, we're gonna say a little prayer, take a moment, and I'm like, this, is, we're gonna take. A, he was like, we'll take a moment to uh, say that we're our good intentions and that we're not here to disturb anything. I'm like, oh my God, we're communicating with ghosts right now. This is what we're doing. Oh gosh, so yeah, it was intense. And then make it even freak. There's a couple freak. You know the things where it's like, it's totally normal, but in context of it, you like freak out a little bit more. Like one thing is that okay for the we shot two things last night. One was at the beach, like I said, right. and after that we went to the hospital to shoot something outside the gate. 
And uh, in between those things, they were like, oh, can you shave? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll shave. And I shaved, kind of like just used my water bottle and like my razor. And then I nicked myself. I never nicked myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like bleeding like nonstop. I'm like, this is scary. What if this is a curse? You were shaving like in the hospital? Just outside. Right. Right. We didn't go inside. We didn't go inside. <laughs> uh, that happened. And then after this, when we were, we were all done and we're like, oh, literally, let's get out of here. The car fucking wouldn't start for a while. Like for um, <laughs> like literally the guy was like sticking. I was like I can't turn the engine. I'm like wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> like yeah. what are we doing? And like we tried to turn off the light, make sure all the doors were closed. I'm like oh god. And then I realized wait a minute, this is kind of an older car. I'm like oh, wait, turn the key towards you, unlock the steering wheel, and then we started it. <laughs> is that a thing in cars these days where you can lock the wheel? I don't know, but that's what it was. But like yeah. you combine all these things, and it's just like oh god. Yeah, it's a little freaky. Yeah, a little freaky. Have you ever been into like uh, ghost hunting? N- never <laughs> actually done it. <laughs> you never had a phase in your life where you're like, oh, let's go check out that creepy house or like, let's go check out that creepy abandoned floor. No, or whatever. Really? No, never? no, never. The closest I've came to that, I feel like I brought this up on the podcast before, is that uh, once upon a time, my grandma uh, got her own apartment and yeah. she was at this point, I think she was like in her 70s or something. Uh-huh. And apparently like ghosts were there. Okay. Like I'm not sure what people saw. Like I know there were, but there were like plates flying and stuff allegedly. Oh shit! And I got when I got that's there. Poltergeist. Ex- that's what they're saying. When I got there to visit, like I didn't see anything actually happen. I saw stuff on the ground, stuff broken. Um, I can't recall if any of my cousins or anything said they actually saw something. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think more than likely talk about Occam's Chaser. I think it was my grandma just throwing stuff around. Dementia? To be honest, yeah. I mean, she ha- she developed dementia not long later, so maybe mm. she just developed it. Right. But also, it's like, you know, in, you know, obviously in Asian families, the grandparents live at home. Yeah. But I think at that point, uh, people wanted her. I'm not sure why one of my aunts got her an apartment. I'm not really sure the deal is there. But yeah, I figured it was just a way to come back. Right. Or it was a ghost. I don't know. I'm just not very superstitious. Huh. No, it's not even a superstition thing. It's more of just like exciting, you know, like you never had that phase in your childhood. Like, because I remember, um, like, you know, occasionally either after school, you would like hang out with friends and like whatever, or like say if like you were at uh, uh, a dinner um, with like a big family dinner and then like your your cousins and then you kind of like trail off during Mm -hmm. the dinner and go somewhere, you know, usually those kinds of things. And then you either go into like a really scary part of a weird mall Mm. or like um, just some abandoned place or whatever. Like, I remember when my friend started being able to drive. Oh. Like, one of the first few things that people were, like, really down to do was, like, let's go look at haunted houses. <laughs> like, let's go drive up to, like, notoriously haunted houses and just, like, see what happens. Yeah. And, like, me just you know, being down for whatever. I'm like, okay. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's terrifying, but it's exciting. It is very, very exciting. It's, sure it's absolutely, feel. it's heart poundingly exhilarating. I remember every moment of it. Wow. I don't want to do it again. Fair <laughs> enough. I feel like because I'm so not superstitious, I'm not sure how much that would excite me. You know what I mean? I don't believe in, like, his, but there is like an inherent, like, Ooh, this is yeah, like, I, get, I just like, never, I guess I've never done it. Yeah. Thing. It's like the same way how I'm scared of horror movies. Like I'm not convinced that that shit's going to happen in real life. Right. Like, not to me, at least. I don't think I have the third eye. Um, but it's it's still, like, spooky, you know? <laughs> like, it's just spooky. And, like, I, I, I greatly enjoyed doing that. I just don't... I have zero inclination and drive to do that anymore. Sure. Yeah. Like, okay, so let me ask you something, if you would do. This is weird. So, and after this whole Changi Hospital thing, I just did a little bit of research about the area and the history and stuff. And uh, I heard about... This right next to Changi Hospital is like a like there's like some what you call what's the word bungalow not bungalows 
like villas, like people right. like people where stay. Oh right, and like uh, there was people a... where stay, <laughs> where people stay there. Chalet, Ch- that's the one. Oh god yeah. damn it, yes, chalets. I say chalets. <laughs> that's the onion garlic thing. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, um, there's a room apparently where two girls like committed suicide. They had like a suicide pact and committed suicide. Right. Would you ever stay there like for funsies? Is that something that's is that is that considered ghost hunting? Is that up your alley? Is that maybe once weird? upon a time? Yeah, once upon a time, maybe like bring a Ouija board in there or something. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I've never, I've never seriously tried a Ouija board. Yeah, um, and like I have, like my friends are all too superstitious to ever like take it serious, like to try it. That's um, weird. I yeah no, but I mean like I mean like, huh. Okay, so I'm not superstitious, so I guess yeah, I try see, a Ouija see, board. Like, but you have to be a little bit superstitious. No, to, see, like I'm not superstitious. I'm not superstitious, but it's just that, like, I have so many people that disapprove of this around me mm. that, like, I get freaked out by proxy. Sure. You know? Like, I get what you're saying. You're yeah. It's like if, if everyone out. says don't go into that room, like, a part of you is going to be a little bit scared to go into yeah. that room. But ultimately, maybe you're still going to go. Sure. So I have, you know, like, seen a Ouija board and just kind of, like, messed around with it by myself. I've never seen one in person. I've seen one in person. I've tried, yeah. like, messing around, messing around with it in real life to see if, like, it would actually move by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just doing it by myself. Because um, no one else would <laughs> do it with me. Okay, so let's like putting our skeptical hats on, right? So, the, from what I understand, like if oh it my does God, move, is a spinoff paranormal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is it? We call we call boo hang, <laughs> <laughs> or just like more O's in the good. Ooh, goo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, like from what I understand, like the semi scientific reason for why the Ouija piece moves is just like it's everyone's like subconsciously moving it a little bit. Yeah. I think so. When you did it by yourself, did it move at all? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Or it just could be like one dick, you know? Like it, it could be. Yeah. But then, but then people ask, "Is anyone moving this?" And then everyone says, "No." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So probably not it. But like, it's probably the person moving it that asked, "Is anyone moving this?" Oh yeah. You know, that's why he's a dick. Moved it. <laughs> Boop booped it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to this little project. It's, com- it's not coming out to all the way till October. Like we're saving it for Halloween, apparently. Ew. Yes. Moon is in it. Mm. Should bring her in and talk to her about it. Sure. Yeah. I'm also like like not fully joking about like a, a paranormal podcast. It's more like I don't really. I feel like there's probably a whole bunch already. Yeah, I think Adrian Pang just came out with a show about it. Yeah, like a TV show. Oh right. So when you talk about par- are you talking about like we just like every week talk about a. Yeah, just Scary like thing. explore a a uh, like paranormal local phenomenon. No, it doesn't have to be local. I don't know. It's forget, forget it. There's too many of them. Like as I said it, like right, I, it's I, like it's done. As I said it, like I I thought of like twenty podcasts that do that. Yeah, exactly. But this will be us doing. It'll it. be it is different. Like that's the whole different thing. <laughs> uh, have you seen? There's a movie with Andrew Loire called uh, Andrew Changi Changi something. It was like a mockumentary shot in Changi Hospital. Mm. So it seems like it's kind of fun. I would want to check that out. Never seen it, no. But um, yeah, Changi Hospital is kind of one of those places you grew up and you hear everything about it. You hear about it being this haunted ass place. You read those old Russell Wong books and like you hear about it. Be- Russell Lee, Russell Wong, whatever his no name idea. is. Um, he he's basically R.L. Stein of Singapore. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just never. I, I, I've never got the nuts to really, like, you know, sneak in there. It used to be, like, a really, like, that that was, like, the the holy grail of, like, haunted things to do in Singapore. Yeah. Which is, like, sneak into Changi Hospital. You, like, hop the fence? I guess. Is that the idea? Yeah. I guess. Like, yeah. old blanket, you know, classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. put it over and all that. But, yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem like be something I'd enjoy doing. Now I'm I'd be think- interested about the See, like, now aspect. I'm thinking, like, mm. I'm sorry, I just got, Go like, ahead. I'm just ideas man today. Like, <laughs> like well, we went if, for a run, so. Like, yeah, like, what if we did the spin off paranormal podcast, but we did it on location? That would be fun. <laughs> we did it, like, at the place, you know, like. I feel like we would need, like, this would need to be a video thing. Right. Because we were like, oh, we could just pretend, like, oh, here we are, Changi Hospital. Whoa. Oh, so I can feel the energy. And stuff. Oh, then yeah, it's going to basically it. be like one of those like unsolved videos on BuzzFeed. Yeah. Changi. Chan, what's the guy's voice? Who, which voice? Who's Changi guy? Hospital. The place that... <laughs> like, no, like, oh, the, from the, BuzzFeed? Yeah, like the unsolved... That guy has such a funny voice. <laughs> he like tries to be spooky, but he's not spooky. So it's just it's weird. Like, uh, Five three. men were murdered yes. right here in this room. <laughs> and then you cut to him just being all normal. He's like, yeah, there's five, ga- five guys were murdered in this room. It's just like a weird, it's like, in the year 1997. It's like, what's you doing, dude? Yeah, I'm, I, the, I, I'm, the only reason why I'm like a bit apprehensive or would be apprehensive is that like, what if doing this like opens up like a whole fucking vortex in our lives that... It's irreversible. Man, I, I, just, I couldn't handle that right now. I'm just really busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's not a good time for a hell vortex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, because I feel like if you don't seek it too hard, it's not going to, like, come to you yeah. or, unless you have the third eye. Yeah. And like, Which I don't believe in. You know? <laughs> I, I believe in that. So I guess I am a bit superstitious because... I only believe in that because I've spoken to people that seem like very well-adjusted normal people Yeah, that tell me that they have a third eye yeah, and they too. tell me about these experiences they have. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, sounds right. And like, I know my grandpa saw ghosts, like, hmm. and he's never lied. Like, he just straight up saw ghosts on his in his hospital, like, in his little, like, room. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ruling anything out, I guess, at the end of the day. It's just like, yeah. I like I know it's not impossible and I'm fully open to the idea that there is a dimension that some people just don't have access to and others do. Can you imagine just one day just all the shit's finally explained? <laughs> like, oh, it's just, you know, it's like an alternate universe of different people that sometimes we get get to see. Like it's it's very or there's a soul. To, to me way. it seems very plausible that it's just a different wavelength. Mm. It's a different wavelength and a different understanding of the world. The same way how you don't understand people that are super against gays and abortions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like you just kind of I know they exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's not like I don't believe in them. <laughs> um, but like for me, because that is possible, you know, that we can be so different as people. Sure. And we can be, and we can have complete, just no understanding of how another human being can be. Mm. Like, so how, how, who am I to say that, you know, just because my worldview doesn't match yours, just because I've never seen a ghost, that doesn't mean that you're... I mean, that's quite a logical leap there. I mean, one's subjectivity and one's like, you know, the physical universe. But I feel you. You know, yeah. It's it's more like the principle of it. Yeah, it's more yeah, like yeah, the yeah. principle of it that like... That's like saying... but that, There that's are the things same. that I will never understand from yeah. another person. Like, I can't judge like my insides with your outsides. That's like saying... But that's also like saying like, you know, I'll never understand dark matter. So I guess that means the world could be flat. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, while we're on this topic, not to yeah. derail too much. You know what I've been binging lately on what? YouTube? What? Fucking Jubilee's Middle Ground. Uh, Have you watched any of their stuff? It's um, really good. It's the one where like they bring two 
polar opposites sets of people like one was flat earthers versus yeah, 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 you yeah, know yeah. normals <laughs> that that was that normals. was yeah i watched that as well and that you know like that people can be can believe and understand and see one completely different thing mm-hmm. like i don't know like maybe ghosts are real <laughs> It's fascinating. I want to see a Jubilee middle ground. Ghosts are real versus... Nope. nope. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a Jubilee where... um, Oh, no. Like, the Jubilee odd man out. One is a ghost. One is a ghost. (laughs) Which one one is is it? (laughs) $10,000 at stake. I'm not a huge fan about the other things that Jubilee does, but the middle ground stuff is really cool. Yeah. Like, the best one I've seen so far... There's two of them. They're Mm -hmm. tied. Can you please do a sketch about which one's the ghost? <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll, I'll it put the Otters a, United. It's got it. it's got a lot of potential. <laughs> one is a ghost. <laughs> Find out which one. And then they have to do the whole like, creepy thing of like the ghost is still among you. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, let's pick up a cup and drink water. It's like, oh, I don't have a cup on me. Ghost. <laughs> anyway, okay, yes. so Jubilee. Middle ground. Yeah. Uh, the coolest one I watched so far was um, rival gang members of L.A. <laughs> Bloods versus Crips. Bloods and Crips. And there's, there's like way more, actually. Right. But that's legit what it is. Wow. Uh, okay, just to, just to backtrack a little bit. So what Jubilee, Jubilee is a channel on YouTube, and this thing called Middle Ground is a show where they get a bunch of people from different viewpoints or different things. Uh, as we mentioned, flat earthers versus you know believers. They have religious leaders versus scientists. Not versus law. And scientists. And basically what they do is they get them in a room, they set up some chairs, then they have them stand in the back, and then like the host will ask a question, and if you agree mm-hmm. or whatever, you step forward and you discuss it. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else joins you and then have yeah. a discussion. It's all, it's all about, yeah, it's about finding the middle ground. It's very satisfying because like a lot of times when you see what counts as a discourse nowadays mm. in like Facebook comments, YouTube comments or whatever. Mm. Like your insides are just screaming like, this I is wish, gross. like I wish you guys can just like talk to each other in person and like realize that we're not that different. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And that's, that's exactly, that's what, exactly what Jubilee is doing. It's yeah. really great. I wish I could do something like that's that. That's why I find it very satisfying because it's like, it puts that like frustrating everyday frustration yeah. and like, it just does it for you. And they do a good job of casting, you know, like they get people with those. It's, Legit I think it's credentials. They're, they're, yeah, legit credentials, but mostly that people who are like they do believe in what they believe in. Yeah, but they're like they can talk about it. You know, and they, they're, yeah, they're articulate. They, have, they have reasons too. Like, like I remember um, I saw this one. I think like CNN or Vice video or something, whatever, mm. um, of, of them talking to like a Trump supporter mm-hmm. who showed up to a uh, like another. This was after the Capitol storm. He showed up to another rally, and like almost no one turned up. And they were essentially like, you know, just wandering around Washington, like, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like, they spoke to him. And like, before I clicked the video, I was like, oh, it's going to be such a dumb little like shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he spoke very rationally. He was talking about why he supports Trump and why he, w- he came here today despite the, the Capitol riots and everything. And I was expecting it to be completely unreasonable. But then, like, listening to him talk, I mean, like, it's not my views but it's a reason like it's it's something like yeah. and then i i read the comments as well and like everybody felt the same way of like wow this person actually like oh, I see that. spoke like a person yeah I'll, I'll send you the and you link it in the thing or whatever yeah, yeah please uh and it's cool because it's like like the the la gangs one was really interesting because yeah you could tell and they kept saying like oh 
this gang, this gang. They're all clearly from different gangs, but they're mm-hmm. all united in like their life experience and what they went through and stuff. Right. And uh, talking about comments, right? The YouTube comments were all like, "Oh, look at that! That they can be so cordial." And at the beginning, they even shook hands. Mm-hmm. Whereas American politicians are just so fucking cutthroat at their throats and can't <laughs> get along at all. Can't find middle ground because they fucking barely annoying. meet face to face. They meet. Yeah, I guess so. They I mean, barely. A lot of the shit that happens, it kind of just like. They they do it behind their closed doors. And behind yeah, closed doors. they do it behind closed. Like yeah, they yeah, never. Yeah. I, you, you've seen House of Cards. <laughs> I have. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I was mistaken. This, the video is called. It's from Vice News. It's yeah. called "We Spoke to a Lone Trump Supporter at Biden's Inauguration." Okay. Yeah, it's a, it, it was an amazing video. Like I, I was honestly just like so, like heartened by it to know that like, not everybody that was on that train is like this um in very intangible ulti- like this intangible uh 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 um definition of stupidity you know that we always try to characterize the other side with it's like they're so dumb like we can't even like like conceive it but no like you listen to them like I, like some of them actually talk you actually listen mm. and like yeah yeah, so it's, it's always been like that, right? It's, I feel like it's a unicorn search, like to find a reasonable Trump supporter. <laughs> and I'm glad to finally. Find, I mean, I've looked too hard to be fair. Yeah, but it's good to have that. I'll check out that video myself later. I'm sure they've done one on Jubilee's middle ground as well, like Trump versus Biden supporters. They did like liberals versus conservatives, and it was something about like who is the most attacked or something. I don't know. I'll check it out. Right. But yeah, I'm, I'm continuing the binge. Another one I watched, by the way, was um, the one I also really enjoyed was uh, Israelis and Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I keep I really don't know much about it until until I watched that and then I did a little bit of a deep dive. Fucking crazy. Did they just do crap maga on each other? No. They wanted to, you could tell. <laughs> I'm just imagining a middle ground where it's like karate versus taekwondo and like it's they like, just fight. It's like when you sidekick, you have to leave your foot out there for maximum force. <laughs> well, like, they, disagree. Like, liter- they literally just like fight just fight like oh, tournament God. style. <laughs> that's how that's how UFC was supposed to be. <laughs> Tank Abbott, barroom brawler. Yeah. That's what they called him. But yeah. Mm. But yeah, the leading, following that, I went into a weird, like, Israeli rabbit hole mm. about the conflicts in the Middle East. Right. About the war for independence and the Six Days War and the Yom Kippur War. I'm watching a show right now, actually. Did Jared Kushner actually do anything positive for the Middle Eastern, like, peace No, deals? pretty sure. No. Because I heard he did, I but know. I never looked into it deep enough to like really, really get into it. But I've heard from multiple sources that just kind of like said it. They're like, "Oh yeah, but he's not that bad. He actually did broker like some good things in the middle." East. Oh, I'll check it out. I have no idea. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm watching a show now called uh, uh what's it called? Valley of Tears. It's like a fun. M- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's real bummer when you think about it that way. It's a it's a mini series set during the Yom Kippur War of 1972 mm. between Israel and man. When Israel goes to war, it, fucking everyone is against them. It's like everyone that surrounds them. It's like if Singapore went to war against Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines, and like India all at the same time. Because that's Should why they like their army is like so intensely trained yeah man but yeah every time i i i I look in honestly if i'm speaking super honestly like i i'm super ignorant yeah in terms of like a lot of like the 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 political turmoil that goes on in the middle east because i choose to be like that's just straight up what it is in your life yeah i choose to be ignorant about it i could find out more but i actively like just whenever i see like a video pop up on on my youtube recommendation of like palestine forces whatever do the and like 
oh, that's still happening. And then I just scroll <laughs> up. Because it seems like this infinite thing that has happened since like we were children. Uh, since the Crusades, yes. You know? Um, <laughs> even further than when we were children. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even, <laughs> even, of course, even further than that. It's this thing that has happened for like decades and decades and decades. But like... You know, we grew up with nine eleven. We yeah, grew up yeah. with like you know all these like memes about o- Osama and and Al Qaeda and everything. It's just been so much at the forefront of like cultural awareness mm-hmm. that it's. I guess it's my fault that that as I get older, like I just don't want to. No, I mean, again, you can choose what you like uh, tackle with. I was just curious. Like, yeah, it's just that I feel like it close. It makes it closes off a whole part of the world uh-huh. that like I need to learn about and discover more empathy and discover like how it, this this is a teaching thing for us and how mm-hmm. it connects to us you know like how we look at all social issues and all like uh global events but I yeah I actively ignore the Middle yeah, East yeah. I, I, but I always find that stuff fascinating um from a historical and from a military point of view I've always been kind of into that so yeah reading up on it and the main thing is that God, I kind of understand now why it's a complete fucking unsolvable rat's nets of a mess. Mm-hmm. Just the history of the people, uh, of the shifting borders and the creations of nations and stuff. It's fucking, yeah, it's tough. A lot of it's religion too. It? Yes, it definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's what makes it extra like... Uh, Spicy. That's weird. That's I think that was gonna what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. No. That's what that's what elongates it. That's what you know extends the conflict. Yeah. Because, it's like a catalyst. You know what I mean? Because it's like, that is the thing that doesn't change. Yeah. Like while philosophies might change, while mindsets might change, or thoughts on a topic might change, religious zealots, religious extremists, um, and their teachings and their thoughts, they only tend to get more extreme. Yeah. I feel because you. those things only get more crazy the more suppressed they become. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of speaking of religious else and militarism. Um, I I am like full on obsessed with Attack on Titan. It's fucking oh, right. Have you caught yeah, yeah. You see how I segue there? It's done. Uh, oh, it's not, not. Done. it's it's part one of the finale is done. Yeah. And I was I couldn't hold back. I'm like, I'm so fucking into this. I need to check out I switched to manga. Oh my god, it's crazy. You've been reading it? Yeah. It's very hard to read. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? I'm so used to like the fluid movement and the action. I'm like, what did that Titan just do that Titan? Whatever. Uh it's so good, dude. And the last the very last issue is coming out this Friday. And I'm fascinated. Oh shit. Yeah. But have you caught up? Have you watched the end of Yeah, I've watched the end of oh, part so one. Good. And like I am so. Can we talk spoilers? Can we talk spoilers? Um, I okay? guess so. Can we? I don't know. It's a pretty. I, I, it's a pretty who big. Who here show. listens to Attack on Titan? Really? I don't. Know, it's a pretty big or show. Attack on Titan. It's a pretty big show. It's like it's like in terms of like the 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 nerd world. It's a pretty big. show. It's a pretty big show. But I mean, what's there to spoil? Like, are you talking? About, like, I won't spoil manga stuff. Like, I'm not going to mention anything from the manga. But, but like, what if the they anime? just haven't seen it yet? Or there's like people that are still in season two. Uh, spoiler warning, I guess. Okay. That's the thing. Spoiler warning. Spoilers in <laughs> five, four, three, two. I don't skip ahead to some indeterminate time. If it seems like we're talking about something else, go back a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where it's going to end. Yeah. I don't Damn. believe Aaron is going to be like the big bad. Mm. I don't believe that. I, I, I believe like, Although I don't know, like See, they, they, now I'm in a dilemma because now I know because I've read the manga. Ah, yeah, shit. <laughs> There's some spoiler inception <laughs> happening. Like, I mean, like it seems like a pretty dead end of like a euthanization plan, but like I, I don't believe they are turning him into the full-on big bad. 
I don't think. Mm-hmm. Or, I, I mean, it could be. Because if he does become the big bad, then that leaves a lot of room for, like, you know, people like Reiner to redeem himself and all, all those things. I mean, it's similar. I mean, we talk, it's so funny, right? Like, I almost semi jokingly brought this up after the whole Israel Palestine yeah. thing. But similarly, in that show, Attack on Titan and the manga, which, by the way, if you're at least casually interested in it, just do it. It's fucking great. Um, watch it, read it, do all those things. But even then, like, there is no clear delineation of who's a good guy or a bad guy, mm. which is why it's so fascinating. Yeah. It's one of my favorite parts of the show that, like, you know, one episode, like, oh, shit, that guy sucks. And next episode, they give you his backstory. Exactly. And it's like, he doesn't suck. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> but if you remember back to the beginning of the season where uh, Aaron and Reiner were having that conversation in the cellar, like in the basement. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron was like, I'm you, dude. And I'm like, and Reiner was like, what? And it was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> correct. It's fucking great. It's so good. Okay. Like, I, you know what's satisfying is that um, I think I got into Attack on Titan. Okay, when spoiler I heard, talk is over. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Hey, 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 welcome back. Spoiler talk's over. Attack on Titan, like, people were saying that, oh, it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, but Game of Thrones really sucked at the end. Yeah, no, it's like Game of Thrones if, like, you know, uh, D&D didn't get Star Wars. It's fucking crazy. I don't even know how to explain it, but yeah. It's like if D&D didn't get the Star Wars offer and they took their time with the finale, then that's what... Because it seems like Attack on Titan, it, they, um, they were able to play by their own rules in it's, the sense that... It, no, they, no. Attack on Titan is like D, is, is like Game of Thrones if George R.R. R. Martin was a little bit more focused. Because <laughs> <laughs> Isayama has, like, he's got it planned. Yeah, he see, is meticulously crafting it like but there's also something to be said about the fact that they were allowed to take like a super long break between season one and two to like make it good for whatever reason yeah i don't think i think that was like an that was an animation thing but like isayama's been putting out the manga like religiously but even with that right like lesser studios or lesser productions would have capitalized on the popularity of the show and churned out a subpar season yeah yeah, yeah. be it in terms of animation quality or whatever like happened with one punch man like they weren't able to or like attack on titan's gone through multiple studios oh is it two at least two i feel like i I don't fully know what i'm talking about here it's just from like an, uh, uh, an outsider's perspective. Again, that's the gist of this podcast. Yeah. From an outsider's perspective, but to me, it was very clear when One Punch Man Season 2 came out, mm. almost like a year after Season 1 came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, this was rushed. Ooh. Because it looked worse. Yeah. The animation looked significantly worse than Season 1. You can tell that they they took a lot of shortcuts, and probably because of budgetary restraints, mm. time constraints, mm. all these things, you know, that I feel like Attack on Titan, for some reason, somehow has avoided and has been able to tell the story the way they want to. Yeah. You know? And again, not to get into spoilers, again, because I've read the manga, but Isayama very clearly I had... I really want to know what you know right now. Oh, yeah, I could tell you. but like, Or I could give you the comics. See, but like, wouldn't you have preferred like watching it? It's out? a year from now. Ah, you're right. <laughs> I could wait one... I could wait... I could wait four days to find out how the whole thing ends, or I could wait like, you know, nine months. But did you read it from beginning to no, end, no, no. or you you I, read it from where the, the I where, where it picks up because ah. it's like it, dude, it's like the same. Okay, it's it's like the comic books are like Story a very boards. intense storyboard for the show. Got it. Everyone looks the same. Got it. It's it's great. Got it. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying that. Um, but yeah, what I was gonna say is that it's it's clearly like there's a full circle thing happening where literally the first issue and the last issue are tied in some ways. 
Wow. So it's going to be great. I'm going to think really hard about this, whether I want to read it to completion or watch it to completion. Hey, man, if you can put it out of your brain, um, I was literally unable to. I think ultimately, like, if I had, obviously, if both things were completed, right. like, if, the, you know, fast forward the year 2022, and someone was like, John, should I read it or watch it? I'm like, bro, watch it. <laughs> I guess there's something to be said about how, like, the finale of part one is still stuck in my head. Yeah. And it's still fresh. The details are still mm-hmm. fresh. If I watched it, if I watched the second part of the thing, the second part of the final season, yeah, yeah. like a year from now, I might have forgotten all the details. Do you know when it's coming out, the second part? Yeah, it's going to start in January. Oof. It's going to be epic, dude. It's yeah. going to be epic. I'm sure. Spin-off podcast, animes. <laughs> Attack on good hand. Attack on hand. <laughs> <laughs> Weeb hang. This, um, I think like all these spin-offs you're talking about is like, this is just our podcast. Or Whatever hang. tickles our fancy, right? <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, I watched another animated thing, which I was not as big a fan of. What? Fucking Raya. Uh, we watched Raya together. We watched it together, and the further we get away from it, one, the further I don't remember it. I honestly don't remember. I... I, I it has not crossed my mind a single time until you just brought it up. Exactly. <laughs> so there's that, and also just it's just like a, a seething layer of uh, of frustration with just, Disney Asian things. No, no, like <laughs> no, no. Actually, that, and that's funny you bring that up because that's why I keep seeing it on the internet. Right? It's like oh, oh, and Raya. They just think all our Asians are the same. Look at them mixing stuff. I mean, and this is why we can't have cool stuff. Because yeah. people are just complaining, complaining, complaining that they didn't get exactly the same. We'll tell you what, it's a fantasy land. It's not even a real place. Yeah. Um, and then also I'm seeing people seeing complaining complaining about uh, Winter Falcon, which, by the way, is just much easier to say. I'm just going to say Winter Falcon forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if a lot of people are saying, but they're like, oh, look, they're in Majapur, which is supposed to be Singapore, which is supposed to be this. But they're wearing jackets. Ugh. I'm like, just shut Major- up and fucking enjoy it, please. Majapur is not supposed to be Singapore, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a stand-in for Majapur. It's like a stand-in. But... Seems more like Australia to me, like an island of criminals. Oh yeah, but it's, it's a hybrid law. Yeah, but like the idea Australasia. It's that's the idea, but like <laughs> in the comics book, it's a little bit clear that it is basically Singapore. Ah, um, it's where I Wolverine think, hung out for a good long time. Yeah, a bunch of people did stuff here. Ooh, I'm liking I'm liking Winter Soldier much, Winter Falcon much uh, better than I thought I would. Yeah, initially. it's very enjoyable. It's and so what I love, fun. it's completely different from WandaVision. You know. And Loki looks like, you know, essentially oh, high-budget so Doctor good. Who. That's going to be so good, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Winter Falcon, the previous episode, episode three, was like an hour long. I'm like, this is a movie. <laughs> like, we got a Marvel movie where the background looks just a little bit ghetto. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, back back to Raya, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. This is like bad story. Okay. Like, here's the thing about Raya that I personally find very frustrating. Um... And and what I find increasingly more frustrating with just, like, movies in general. Like, so much of the production time and the effort and the budget goes into designing. Uh-huh. Goes into, like, CGI. Goes into, like, all these post-production-y things. Goes into, like, literally animating a whole movie. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know making it look as beautiful as Raya did. Raya looked absolutely mm-hmm. drop-dead fucking gorgeous. That is so much of what the production is. It's arguably, like, you know, majority of it, a bulk of it, the most important part of it. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah the, it is it's what it animated is. It's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the core of it, right, the writing, Yeah. it always breaks my heart for, like, all the artists Not involved. Great. Not great. When you just... 
see the most laziest written thing on the planet. It's like, not. Well, it's not a good story. It's. It's weird. It's not so much the framing device of like this dragon that has been broken apart. No, that's all cool. You know, like mystical thing that's broken apart. Everyone needs to collect the things. That's fine. It's more of just like literally they put in every trope in there. I, I feel like they it, put in so many like cliche tropes in there. And I get that it's a kids, kids movie. It's not yeah. supposed to challenge you. But it should at least be like interesting. No, but you also have to compare it to, tr- to Disney's track record, which is it's hard because I always mix up Disney and Pixar. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't... What was the last Disney Disney's film made some really boo-boos. Good? Disney's made some boo-boos. Between, between uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2... Mm. Um, so Wreck-It Ralph is my answer. Is the last really good. Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph 2... For me, was the last really the good The Good Disney Dinosaur. Uh, uh, what was that other one? Um, Brave. Moana was good. I like Moana. Um, yeah, Moana's good. Brave. Uh, I don't think it's just just the Frozen 2 you know all these things definitely not like they're not home runs no Siki I don't know maybe a good single uh, comparing it with Pixar is almost unfair because Pixar is a different thing Pixar their, their movies are almost like you know, kind of untouchable. Yeah, it's a different thing. They've they've managed to brand themselves and find this really interesting niche where it's almost like part. It it feels like you're watching experimental cinema when yeah. you're watching a Pixar movie. I don't know how to describe that, but it feels like you are. Like it feels like you're watching like a fresh take every time. You know. Yeah, but it's not though. You know what I mean? Like, and if anything, they're incredibly formulaic. But they're yeah, good. Yeah. At, they're so good but, at but, it. But. but the feeling, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's, that's what matters. It is. It's like the heart of it's so great, and yeah. that's what for me was missing from Raya. It the had like, no heart. But but the thing is to compare it with Pixar is a bit unfair. Compare it with DreamWorks. DreamWorks, what the turns... fuck have they come out with? <laughs> How to Train Your Fucking Dragon, John? That's great. That's amazing. That's amazing. So all you can't three, compare it to them. All three dragon movies, fantastic. Excellent. Shrek one, Shrek two, yes, not Shrek three. Sorry, what I was trying to say is, what have they come out with lately? And to be fair, I forgot about the Howard Stranger Dragon movies. I forgot that was DreamWorks. Um, what else has DreamWorks come up with? Lately? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But, but it's more like if I'm going to compare Raya, I'm going to compare it with How to Train Your Dragon. And it's like, if How to Train Your Dragon can... Oh, there's dragons. I didn't even realize. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Last to... Dragon and the first If How dragon. to Train Your Dragon could come up with three excellent movies. Yeah. Make one, you yeah. know, like with an Asian person, you know, like make one of an Asian person. Like, it'll be, it'll, like just write it better because like... It would almost be easier to forgive if the writing w- sucked as bad as it looked. Mm. You know, if like it looked significantly worse, but it and it was so good. It looked so good. Yeah, it looked beautiful. It Except was for like that fucking baby. That baby freaked the shit out of me. The baby was. I have theories on that. I feel like that was them cashing in on the success of Boss Baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck the uh, the the uh, the honest trailer for Raya was great. Yeah. And they were like an outcast room. Uh, I'm not even room. interested. Like that's the thing. Like yeah, I don't yeah. even care to watch things about it. Kung Fu Panda, DreamWorks, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like one and two, amazing. I think three was okay. I'm not sure. Um, Madagascar, eh. Mm. Um, Trolls. I honestly don't know enough about the franchise to kids love it. Comment, kids love it, but people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, people seem to enjoy it. Like, like it, it seems to get like a lot of advertising clout. So, like, it makes me believe that it's maybe not bad, <laughs> but I don't know what it is or what it's about. Right, right. Um, yeah. Look, t- Trolls one and two, seventy five and seventy one on Rotten Tomatoes. Why I don't know, but. I would compare all these new Disney movies with DreamWorks, not mm-hmm. Pixar, because that seems like a more fair comparison. And if you compare those two next to each other, I think DreamWorks is kicking their ass. 
Yeah. Because, like, who do you remember more? Kung Fu Panda, Shrek, Madagascar, Lion, Zebra, Giraffe, and um, Dragon? Versus Black Ryan. Dragon versus Raya, the, 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 the Scottish girl, Irish? Merida. Merida, what is she? Scottish. Scottish. Uh, um, Which, again, I haven't seen. It's not good. Exactly. It's, it's actually infuriating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, who do you remember? Like, you yeah, know, exactly. it's, 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 what's Disney got? Elsa? Okay, but. Yeah, but Frozen really is kind of their main thing. And yeah, I guess out. Frozen really, like, sunk them into the culture. But that's, like, their trump card. I, Everything else is just, like, but I guess, eh. Yeah, at the end of the day, what you're saying is that got songs, go Disney. No songs, go DreamWorks. Did Raya have songs? No. That's why DreamWorks is better. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Raya didn't have songs. Brave didn't have songs. None of that. It's just yeah. like, just make a, Pixar movies don't have songs either. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, that, no, I'm saying, <laughs> my, what I'm saying is that if you, if you, if the movie, if you want a good movie, animated movie with songs, well, you can't go to DreamWorks. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. DreamWorks, another one. Shark Tale. Full stop. That's, that's, that's Will Smith, right? Will Smith is the shark tail is like my 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 raise and then walk off the table with my hands just up in the air. Yeah, but you suck at poker. <laughs> you suck at poker. <laughs> shark tail to me is like the it's one of the best bad movies mm-hmm. just because it's fucking horrible. Mm. But it's like horrible in a good way because right, right, like right, Will right. Smith is in it. Like yeah. fucking uh, Martin Scorsese's in it, yeah, and directed it, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's amazing. I highly recommend you watch it. I ha- let's let's find I'll a, check it. Let's find a night and watch it. I kind of want to re-experience Shark Tale again. I still I, what I want to watch next though is Kong versus Godzilla. I still haven't watched that. Theaters or home? <laughs> eh, because it feels like a theater movie. I feel like they purposely like you know made it so big that you can't ignore it in the theaters. I mean you that's know? the default, but I really do like our home theater setup. We got a pretty good setup. I know, but like popcorn? Is that what you're saying? Uh, popcorn and monkey fights, you know? Yeah. Like you want to you want to experience that as big as possible. You know what's not a what's not a determining factor? What's not not a determining factor? What? The presence or the lack of subtitles that I don't understand. I don't like Chinese subtitles is what I'm saying. I feel like that's racist. I feel like just get shit off my screen is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um don't they have like uh, they show you on on the movie websites whether what subtitles or no subtitles. Yeah, or well, they show you that everything has subtitles. Oh, yeah. I I, I distinctly recall. And even then, like, it's like it's either Chinese subtitles or English subtitles. Right. Having no subtitles is pretty fucking rare. Mm. I don't mind the Chinese subtitles. Like, I mean, I guess because I, I understand them. Can I ask you something? In Singapore, are those subtitles literally for people who do not speak English? Um, it's for people whose English is not their first language or people like, there's a lot of people in Singapore that, you know, just speak Chinese on a daily basis, which I, which, which yeah, I'm it, not trying to, just, uh, yeah, you just need to understand that you've met none of them, <laughs> so, yeah, but, like, so. <laughs> but like, there's a lot of people I've in Singapore, to there's a lot of people in Singapore that Chinese is their first language. They understand English perfectly, which is why they should not have it in movies. <laughs> I think it's Sorry, more like, angry. you know, like if you're watching like some British, like the king's speech or something like that, and like why he's saying ah, I don't understand the accent. Yeah, Fully plausible. Not the king's speeches, the King Kong. Fully plausible that you would watch like a movie where they're speaking in weird accents of English that you don't understand. Yeah, I so get that. Subtitles would help. I get that. I get that. You know, so I guess because one has, you can't not have them. Well, in any. Problem. Yeah, okay, exactly. It's not fair. Where are the Tamil subtitles at? Where are the Malay subtitles at? That is very fair. Yeah, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> I guess rec cinemas. 
Yeah, but they don't. They, they show Bollywood movies. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's 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 the benefits of being the racial majority. I hear you, brother. <laughs> um, but if it makes you feel any better, I highly doubt there's going to be a lot of talking in this movie. Yeah. In the important parts, do you really think there's going to be a lot of dialogue? No, Other, no, 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 no. Like besides the occasional, like let's get out of here. Yeah, but I guess and I like brought... that's a huge monkey. I guess I brought this up because literally, it's it's. I forgot kind of how nice it is not not to have subtitles on. Right. Like I just go. I got used to it in seeing the movie theaters, but like, yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, this might upset some people, but I'm one of them. Like, always subtitles, except yeah. for when I'm watching like stand up. Yeah. 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 If I'm watching stand, even even with a comedy movie, mm-hmm. I, I I I go back and forth. Like I'm a bit like, should I? Should I not? Because you know it's not going to be all jokes. Because yeah. I really like you know just understanding what's going on and not missing anything. You know, for me is that I one I I guess I have a pretty good ear for dialogue, which I guess I have to come to terms with a little bit. Right. Because I'm very much sometimes always off. With. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you just have to accept that you're good at this. <laughs> uh, but also, I'm like I feel like if I miss. 5% of the dialogue, I'm still going to get the gist of it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's more... I'd rather be able to watch something without... Like, I'd rather be able to... It's that whole thing of, like, I want to see an image and not have to read it. Like, I want to use my eyes and my ears. <laughs> Whereas if I, I... I'm too reliant on my eyes if subtitles are on. Does that make sense? I guess. But also, like, I don't ever feel like me reading subtitles um, diminishes my ability to see what's going on on screen. Yeah. Which it does Not for often. me. Because also, I guess also, what I'm also looking at is like, you know, I'm really looking at the acting. I'm also really looking at the cinematography. I'm looking and, at And also the shit. Chinese subtitles, you're not going to read them anyway. Like, Sorry, now, now I've shifted like English subtitles. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, but if the Chinese subtitles, so like, no excuses. Let's go to the theater and watch Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> That's a little distracting. I think, I think if you want subtitles, you should put on those glasses that make them magically appear. Is that has that ever been a thing in Singapore? I don't know. That's the thing in the states. It's pretty. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah. For people who are uh, hearing impaired, you put on glasses and, and Mexican. Like, uh, <laughs> you should be canceled. <laughs> uh, yeah, you put on like these special glasses where you look at the screen and the text appears right. via I don't know, technology, mm. um, like Google Glass, something like that. Whatever happened to Google Glass? It just never worked, I guess. But they made them. Yeah, I don't know, really know. Like, why can't we have them? <laughs> I feel like that was the thing that was like so hyped up, and then kind of just disappeared, and then like no one cared, including myself. So it's more of just a question of like, why can't I just buy one? You know, I don't know. Like, did it made... ever go? I don't know if it ever went to production. It did. Oh, like they they distribute them uh, industrially, so like they still make them. They just they're they're just not sold to the public, but like they sell them to like. Iron ore factories that to need them protect their eyes. I don't know. Like <laughs> they sell them for industrial purposes, for sure. I know that for a fact. I'm gonna look at carousel right real quick. I I've tried. <laughs> I literally tried. You know what? I, I went to carousel and I was like, Google Glass. Damn it! No. <laughs> Could there be no? I just love the idea of like wearable tech. You know, like I just love the idea of like utilizing our field of vision. Yeah, you, you just want to have a heads up display. Yeah, yeah, but but even something as dumb as like Snapchat glasses, I would have loved a pair of those. <laughs> Snapchat? What do you mean? You never heard of Snapchat glasses? No, 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 they were these like really trendy sunglasses with like cameras on the side, and then you can like snap things you see and put them on Snapchat. Oh, yeah, it's like a whole thing like three or four years ago, right, or maybe even longer. Not necessary, but it was it was more of like a branding thing. It was more of like a look how cool our company is, and it was 
I mean, in my opinion, pretty fucking mm. cool. Um, but I just love the idea of like, yeah, having heads up display or having like, you know, like this, this, this like camera on your face. It's just, just your eyes. It's just, like, it, I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up with like RoboCop and Judge Dredd. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just you know? want a heads up display. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like, like, uh, kids nowadays, they don't see that shit, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. All they want is dinosaurs. <laughs> Hence the Jurassic Mile. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I feel that. I feel that. I don't know where else to. I, I feel like we've gone on so many different threads. I can't. I was trying to remember where we started and it, if we ever closed that loop. Did we finish talking about Raya? Oh. Don't I was like, it. I was like, at least, I was thinking all the way back to the beginning of the episode. Oh no, no, I'm literally just trying to find out how we got on this thread. No, Raya, it just happens, right? Yeah. Uh, Raya, do yeah, not we, recommend. Do not recommend. Uh, but I guess watch it when it comes out without pay on Disney Plus. If yeah, you have Disney yeah. Plus, to you know, just just so you support an Asian thing. I know it sucks to say. But like, I honestly think that it helps to like boost yeah, the yeah, numbers, yeah, yeah. and then they f- see that it has value, and oh, people are watching and this. Have more stuff up, sure, sure, you know, sure. <laughs> I feel you. It just sucks that there hasn't been a good one yet between the Mulan remake and this. Ugh. Like, it is. I don't know. And like, I'll go out there and I'll say, Crazy Rich Races wasn't even that good. Yeah, <laughs> Minari though, which I still haven't watched, um, is bringing in some awards. I'm Best sure it's a very, very award-worthy movie. Movie. SAG, the SAG Awards just came out. I think uh, for the first time ever, an Asian woman won Best Supporting Actress. I think. Mm. I gotta check it out. That's a movie I want to watch. How do you feel about all the Asian violence happening overseas? I support it. Ah, good. <laughs> it's time to put us in our place. I I remember hearing about. I don't. Again, all statistics. Like, how do you believe them, right? But I, I remember seeing this Wait, what <laughs> report. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. the Asian American violence yeah, yeah, yeah. and saying that majority of the acts of Asian American violence are being perpetrated by Black people, and uh, that honestly like fried my brain a little bit. Like, who do we get mad at? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a Jubilee episode about Black people and Asian Americans. Oh yeah, it's called "Are We Allies?" Maybe we should watch that next. Yeah, see, because like historically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I dove into this for a little bit, and I'm gonna try be as broad strokes as possible because I didn't do that much research. But historically, like, black people, Asian people in the U.S., kind of, like, not friendly. Well, I mean, the Especially big... Especially with, like, the looting period. The biggest thing was the Rodney King riots. Yeah, the Rodney, Rodney King, King riots. riots. Um, like, Korean, the, the whole classic image of Korean guys on top of their, their stores of shotguns. Yeah, rifles and stuff. You know? Like, it's not been kumbaya because, hey, we're all minorities here. And I was actually listening to this podcast that spoke about the difference between black people and Asian, pe- Asian people in, in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. quite fascinatingly. In the U.S., you're either black or white. Yeah. There is only a white way to be in the U.S. and a black way to be in the U.S. There is no Hispanic identity. There is no Asian identity. There is no like. It's white and colored. Is it's it's it is. it's white and brown. It's more like when you speak to a lot of like Asian Americans or a lot of like um, you know Ch- whatever like Chinese Americans, Indian Americans, all kinds of Asians, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I guarantee you, like maybe three out of five of them, at some point have been told that you know stop acting black sure or you know stop acting whatever like mm. because there is no chinese way to be in in the u.s there is no as an american 
as an American, yeah. yeah there is no, no there is no way to be a Chinese American. There is no way to be an Indian American. There is no way yeah, to be I a Filipino American. You know, yeah, yeah. you're either you're black or white. Yeah, you know? or an immigrant. And, yeah, and yeah. because of that, like, it's so easy to see Asians as others. Mm-hmm. You know. Of course, you know, it's very easy for white people to see black people as others no, too, I but let's not get into though. that for now. But it's very easy to see Asians as others as a whole. Yeah. Um, and they were, saying th- they were saying this thing about how um, basically now Asians need to struggle or they, they need to, like, collectively figure out how to secure their place in the culture. Yeah. Because that's what black people did. Um, because Asian people were too busy securing their place financially. Yeah, no, right. Now the reverse needs to happen. Yeah. You know, Asians got to secure their place in the culture. Black people got to secure, like, the money. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. All of us have to throw, overthrow the white man. <laughs> yeah, it must suck to be white, doesn't it? Uh, it's pretty good. I feel a little bit. What I hear. feel a little bit. Like, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's, like, ultimately good, but, like, it must suck, like... These days? No, more, more so, reckoning. like... Like if you're like a young white person, you know, they're probably <laughs> great going to like, uh, I don't know. In 20 years, we're going to have pro uh, white power is going to be such on the rise. That'll be fun to hear. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it was just uh, an interesting I mean, way. To it's break already it down. happening now, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So fuck. It's just an interesting way to break it down. They're like, oh, yeah, that is true. Like Chinese people just don't Asian. A lot of Asian people, just they just don't have an identity there. Mm. You're just Asian. Yeah. That whole mi- model minority is a big thing, too. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, can't you be more like the Asians? They're quiet and subservient. Yeah. And know their so place. if you're an Asian person that like doesn't go like ha ha ha, or if you're a Mexican person that doesn't go like hey papi, like you're automatically acting white or acting black, mm. you know. And there's something very. Do you remember what podcast this is? Sounds pretty fascinating. I th- believe it was Flagrant Ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, or Flagrant Two. Not Flagrant Three. No, they literally like. I think they made. <laughs> A podcast called Flagrant Ones, and then they had a sequel called Flagrant Two. Okay, yeah, <laughs> great podcast. I'll check it out. Amazing, like they 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 get all kinds of views in there. Um, they make Alex Jones seem like a pretty nice guy. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> they make Alex Jones seem like a very personable guy. Um, but yeah, anyway, mm. I I I. I yeah, it's it's rough to see those things because I have like literal family in California, sure. and I'm not super worried because you know California is California. It's it's more still just though. Like, I mean, the, the Asian American violence is on the rise everywhere. I guess, and not even just. I mean, it's not even just the violence; it's like harassment, man. Yeah, so it's like kind of sucky. But also, like, I'm hyper aware that you know, whenever a new story becomes a new story, that they will always that uh, all the news networks will put that as a priority. Hmm. Like, if Asian-American attacks are a, uh, a a huge buzzword, basically just bump it up. Because people get attacked every single day, right? It's like how if, like, police... Like, they'll just bump it up. Yeah. So I'm very aware that we're going to see a lot more of it as well. Like, it's been going on consistently, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We're just seeing a lot more of it. But that doesn't mean that, like, you know, if you go there as an Asian person, you're literally going to get, like, you know, whacked in the head or something. It's just that it's very visible at the moment. Right. So like I'm taking that realist lens as well that you're not literally going to go there and get your ass kicked. Yeah, hopefully. Higher hopefully. chance, but Higher chance. but not likely. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> it was, it's just weird because that was like the last place I traveled to. Yeah. You know, that was the last place I flew out of California before like the shit hit the fan. And I distinctly remember being worried mm-hmm. about like racism because 
um, a few days before I um, got to California, my Airbnb person canceled on me. Because you're Asian? I don't know. I'm not sure. But it was after like weeks of confirmations and, and like very healthy responses and like very informative. They were just like, don't and then bring the like, and then a few days before, no, but this is before Trump was even aware that right, COVID right. existed. I think um, uh, this was like early February, mm. so it was in the news, but sure, it wasn't in the sure, zeitgeist. Sure. You know, it was in the news, but it wasn't in the zeitgeist. But uh, like, I figured that like this person maybe like heard that Singapore had COVID cases and just canceled it. Did they mention anything at all, or did they just no? They, but I, I figured it was like not a. It wasn't just like a oh, like you oh, know, we have to, we have. We have like some family thing because they went from like being very responsive to not responding at all. They ghosted you. Yeah. So I was really worried before going there that like, oh shit, it's going to be like really tough to be Asian. But it was fine. I'm sure. It was fine. Yeah. But now I'm not sure anymore. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's definitely going to be a bit more hyper awareness, like walking around as an Asian person that like, ah, because now people are aware that you're Asian over there a lot more, I would think. You know, I would think that the average person walks down the street and walks past an Asian person now and a lot more thoughts fly through their head <laughs> as opposed to like six months ago. Yeah. You know, and so the like there's key. just a lot more hyper awareness about it. It's on edge and it's just, I'm curious, I'm fascinated. Yeah. Like what must it be like to be Asian there? I don't know. But it is something I'm curious to see. Like, again, if I had a choice to travel to New York, I would take it. Hmm. I was assuming Broadway was open, which it's not. So you mean New York where Andrew Yang might become mayor? I would be down for that. If Yang's the mayor, I'm going to, yeah. I think he's a shoo-in, especially now with all the anti-Asian sentiment happening. Like, he's a shoo-in. He's going to get the job, 100%. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. see. Also because the current mayor apparently raped a bunch of people. De Blasio, he's not, yeah, not ideal. Oh, sorry, no, not, uh, never mind. Anyway. (laughs) Cuomo. Yeah, that guy. Sorry. Went off on a bit of a trail there. Uh, It's Bill, I don't know. Anywhere. Um... Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, yeah, I feel like this was a jam-packed episode. We had so much to talk to. That's what happens when we miss a week. I guess. Which I hope you enjoyed, listeners. I'm pretty sure. I, I didn't even talk about like my whole crypto adventures. Oh, save it for next week. Because that is fascinating. I want to see how that develops. Or develops. <laughs> so far. Develops or develops? So far, like it's kind of like... It's, 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 a, it's a roller coaster. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it soon, but basically... The Nathan emergence. put all his money into crypto and <laughs> he's lost it all. No. Basically, the emergence of NFTs has yeah. enabled me to finally understand crypto. Yeah. Because I I never bothered caring before. Yeah. Or like every time I tried to look into it, I would hit a wall of like, like jargon uh, and just be like, Ugh! <laughs> But the concept of NFTs is essentially a microcosm of what crypto is. Yeah. It, like, it's like wrapped up in it so it was easier, more palatable. Exactly. So yeah. Anyway, that's Makes a whole sense. thing. We'll talk about it next week. Cool. Let's, let's try to remember. All right. But until then, please say, uh, stay safe, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, uh, follow us on Instagram, check out the Otters United. We're doing a live show pretty soon. It's going to be sketchy. It's going to be great. Nathan made our logo. Very fun. Uh, Otters United FC on social media stuff. Uh, but this was awesome. Episode 163. In the books, Nathan. In the books. And um, uh, technically, the one year anniversary of our... Uh, Resurgence covid episodes yeah crazy <laughs> the covid era of good hang <laughs> um yeah all right thanks for the hang y'all thanks for the hang. what a place to be it's a good day for a good time with a good hang it's a good day for a good time with a good hang what a good way what
what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with good hands.